This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all, a Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Who gonna check me, boo? And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer And I'm Barry Rosenfeld We're back after what feels like a month of not Welcome back Well, we, you know, we planned it out right, so everyone still got their episodes on Thursday and Friday. I hope you guys enjoyed our episode with Anisha from Family Karma. If you haven't listened, go check that out. We talked, we talked a lot of shit. I feel like, and so. we we talked a lot about dating, so it was a little bit of like a a new topic for us, not like in general, just on the podcast. <laughs> Barry and I are usually super secretive about our private lives. So, super. You know. <laughs> it is funny super. though. It's like, obviously some people have podcasts where they just spend the whole time like talking about themselves and we have so many shows and stuff to get through that like, I feel like we right. don't get personal a lot. <laughs> right. Well, honestly, okay. Speaking of personal, someone left a message or a review because I do read them just letting you guys know and this person said that Barry says the word but a lot which by the way I don't recall and if I do I'll work on that no need to be rude like I will not say but But. anymore and also she said that my laugh is painful well like like, sorry like but or but no like but like when I come in, I say but, which like I don't, I don't recall. Uh, do unless and if I do, I thanks for my, letting me know. <laughs> I feel like we all have those little things that we say that we don't realize. I think I say okay at the beginning of my sentences a lot, but you know, <laughs> but now yeah, oh, whatever. <laughs> but Barry, I will work. <laughs> Barry, how was your Thanksgiving? <laughs> it was quiet honestly like I was home and to be honest I was really upset because my friend I have a I have a very large friend group and when we are home every Thanksgiving Eve like every single year we always hang out and for me during this pandemic like that was the one night that like upset me because we weren't able to do that and we do it every single year but I mean Thanksgiving in general was nice to be with my immediate family how was yours yeah it's nice because because you have like your your brother and your nephews and stuff Mm -hmm. like it's you have like a close kind of like pod situation I was I wasn't even with them how funny is that I see them every single day and for Thanksgiving I was just with my parents yeah I was just my parents you know, my Thanksgiving was nice. I was here with my roommate and his boyfriend. Obviously mm-hmm. didn't, you know, didn't go home this year, which was a little different, but I've, you know, I've done it before. When I first moved to the city, I was working retail for a couple of years. And so I had to work Thanksgiving week, so yeah. I never went home. So it's like, I feel like I've been like prepared for this kind of like not always being home, which is oh, probably yeah. a good thing. 
but it was nice. You know, I got nice and wine drunk and just enjoyed oh, myself and oh, yeah. cooked more than I have cooked in a long time. So <laughs> yeah, um, let's let's get into Potomac. I feel like I know you have a lot of thoughts about this episode. I feel like like always, we have a bunch of different stuff going on in a Potomac mm-hmm. episode, starting with we're back from Portugal. We we finally see Monique again after what feels like forever. <laughs> And she and Ashley are at lunch and, you know, quickly there is some kind of shady shit going on in terms of Monique being invited to Karen's wig launch. Yeah. And it was very interesting that phone call that Ashley made to Karen, the way it ended was a little rough. So I was like, wait, was Ashley trying to be rude or was she trying to like get to the bottom of something? And then we didn't see them uh, communicate until like at the party. And I was like, what the hell was that? I think, you know, so Karen, Karen basically is saying that she never said Monique wasn't invited, but she, Mm -hmm. she knows, but she is like, she knows that Monique and Candace can't be together. Mm -hmm. So she had told Monique to come early. And then later in the episode, there's some more con like, there's some more questions like Candace says Karen told her to come early. And so it's like, Karen, I feel like is obviously she's been trying to kind of be the neutral figure in the middle, but this episode, it's like, are you trying to be a little bit like too playing both sides? And like, are you trying to like orchestrate some kind of run in? It's, it's a little like, Karen that whole scene now (laughs) that whole scene was almost like I felt like I was watching a movie because I didn't know who was the like the the what's the protagonist I was like wait what's the bad person's name (laughs) um I didn't know like who was doing what 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 was happening and like I'm I know this is out of order, but I kind of just because we're talking about it, I kind of want to talk about that scene in the in the party. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, we can't do that. Um, it was very interesting when Monique came to the party. She came early and they they kept doing a counter on the bottom. Like she came before the party started. Okay. So I was like, all right. And then like they were 17 nice minutes. Co- yes. Yes. It's until they, the party starts. Yes. They were having champagne. They were talking. And then they showed Candace texting Karen. I'm almost there. So I was like, oh, just kind of like what anybody does before a party. Like I'll be there in a few minutes, whatever. So then all of a sudden, Karen is like, all right, well, Candace is coming. So like, you got to go. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We were never told before this that Monique was just coming to stop by before the party. Like that was very out of the blue. And then they really tried really hard. You can tell Karen was very nervous, like for them not to see each other. They but, this was maybe the most suspenseful moment it, I can yes. remember on Housewives where they deliberately because they showed someone getting out yeah. of the car and then like the door was opening and it ended up being Karen's other friend, but it was like like the <gasps> PR girl. Like, what's but, it, but then when Candace said that she was told to come early, okay. So then Karen did that on purpose. She wanted them both to see each other, but that was not a good idea. And also why instead of Karen rushing Monique out, why couldn't she have been like, hey, just come for a few minutes before that. That way you guys don't run into each other. We can spend time together. I feel like Dylan and I find right. ways to solve all of these problems. And maybe it just looks so much easier to solve <laughs> them while we're watching. But watching, I was like, you this know, is, could have been so avoided. 
Well, but then also there's some something is said at the end about how Karen had told Monique to come and sort of stand her ground and like whatever, which is like, okay, that's one thing. But so that makes it seem like Karen wanted Monique to see the other women. I don't know. I, I do feel like I I respect Karen not choosing a side. I do feel like that is still a valid way to be dealing with this. But in this episode specifically, it felt like there was, she had some kind of shady motives going on. And obviously when she was approached about this at the party, she did not want to have that discussion and she left her own event. Um, I don't, ugh, left Karen. her own event and she was like I pay the bill fuck you and like left and that's fine no one cared about that no one questioned that but they I feel like it was anyone's they didn't want to be there anymore so they're like okay I Karen mean, if you're leaving uh, I don't want to be here either <laughs> they're like standing in the parking lot wearing these wigs that were put on them at this party <laughs> Splash Refreshers are the delicious zero-calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three-beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin in orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Okay, so let's rewind quickly. Um, so let's talk, can we talk about Grace's birthday dinner and the Bryant family photo shoot? Because if we have to, yeah. Every scene, every scene this family has had this season has made me so uncomfortable and I just I wanted I literally want to know like what is going on in Giselle's head like what is perfect thinking? word because perfect word is uncomfortable because every time we see these girls I do feel like her daughters just aren't necessarily super comfortable on camera mm-hmm. I think that might be part of it like they don't seem like they're like some some kids of housewives obviously have fun when they're being filmed and they don't seem to love it that much But on top of that, every time she brings up their dad, they look fucking miserable. Right. I agree. They're not babies, but they are still kids. And I feel we've mentioned this before. They are very mature. So they are going through something that they might not necessarily want to talk about on camera in front of people. Mm -hmm. And when they when Giselle tells them that their dad is coming for about a week, I thought they were nearly going to fall off the chairs like they were like a week. They don't even right. see this guy for like a day at a time. So a week is like a long time. And then Giselle drops a bomb that asks how they feel about moving to Atlanta. And without her even finishing the sentence, the girls were like, no, <laughs> I wouldn't want to do that. Yeah. I feel like for every. Every Gabriella and I feel like I feel like Giselle's daughters are all Gabriella Judice. <laughs> uh, that's, that's a good are like, analogy. Like, uh, uh, yeah, you know, 
it's it's not for everyone and definitely this relationship i have my doubts about how kind of real it is and how serious you know how much giselle actually thinks this is gonna be like long-term thing but well she makes it in her head like when you mentioned what's going on in her head i in her head is like back to what it was like completely back to normal and then when they go to this photo shoot it was very like even more uncomfortable because number one if i could have bet that Jamal wasn't going to be there. I would have won a lot of money, but he missed. They said his flight was delayed. So then she FaceTime him being like, where are you? And he was getting a manicure like in the in the airport, which, by the way, I've looked like those are super expensive. But like he was like going there for a spot like he had no remorse. He wasn't like whatever. But if you have something to do that day, you don't book a flight. FYI. Well, she said he was flying from Ghana. So I think he was like. Oh, he he, did. Yeah, he he flew from. (laughs) So he was in Ghana for something. I don't know. And then he was flying from Ghana to Atlanta and then Atlanta Atlanta to D.C. or wherever. So I think it was she said his flight from Ghana was delayed. So I think at that point there was no way he missed his flight in Atlanta. Yeah, because that one was delayed. Right. But it is one of those things where it's like missing the photo shoot, like whatever, in the grand scheme (laughs) of things, it's like they're at like the Walmart portrait studio it's not that big of a deal but like in it's an overall pattern of behavior that it's like this man is not like around in the way that Giselle is kind of acting like 100 and also oh so that photo of the family would have made everything better like first of all the girls looked gorgeous like that that photo of them was breathtaking oh and also going back then Giselle shouldn't have booked the photo shoot on the day Jamal's flight. I take it back. That part's not Jamal's fault. Giselle right. should have moved the photo shoot. Choose, choose a day that he's not flying from a different continent. Like if he needs to fly from Atlanta, that's one thing. But like the man is in Africa. Book right. A different that, day. <laughs> that is very true. But I just feel that it's something that needs it's like a bigger conversation than what needs to be televised before talked about i have a feeling that that is going to really be a topic at the reunion people have kind of hinted and talked about that this reunion is probably going to be a tough one for giselle and i think part of that is her you know kind of facing the facts about what this relationship looks like on tv which you know i like giselle i want the best for her and i think Mm -hmm. this relationship doesn't really seem like it's what she wants needs deserves so yeah we'll, we'll when, see i don't when they, uh, they were joking about holding the phone up in the picture in the Jesus photo shoot i was like okay that's me like come on <laughs> i know sometimes you can tell she does get a little a bit upset you know upset as she should but um speaking of relationships we have ms huger <laughs> making a little sexy time set up for her man and i you know this is something that i feel like we've seen it time and time again where the housewives really are performatively sexy on camera and it always feels uncomfortable and I would say this falls somewhere in between Tamara in the bathtub it's similar to that but not quite as bad as Michael Darby eating the whipped cream off of Ashley's chest come on Dylan oh my god I I thought this trigger warning (laughs) yeah seriously I thought this was so effing funny I Mm -hmm. 
First of all, it was, it, it, oh my God, guys, before we came on, I did that in the microphone and Dylan's eardrums almost popped. Like I was like, you Ray, but it was so funny how they kept showing how long it was taking him to get up the yep. stairs. And it's not like he was taking his time. Like that's a big staircase, by the way, but she looked great. She want she is determined to make her man feel good and wanted. And at this point, I'm like, she doesn't even care if she, what she gets back in return. She's like, I'm oh. here to satisfy my man. She's willing to unplug those holes. <laughs> as she said, she's she, oh, my God. When he is like massaging her toe in the bathtub. <laughs> and, you know, it's I just. I love her. I want her marriage to be, you know, hot and fresh. And Ray, I hope, where are you? She's I hope like, sexy. <laughs> she's like, right. I'm in the bathroom. I, you know, I feel like this scene, it was the most, the least cringeworthy version of this type of thing because it was so funny, but still it's just. Like, but we so also bad. on the up, we do see their relationship moving forward. Like we really do. It has from the beginning of the season, I feel that it has changed and it's gotten better. And him, you know, he shows up to her event later in the episode which you know I mean whatever that's shouldn't be a high bar but clearly yeah. it's something that is meaningful to her so yeah and also I've loved how they were making that a thing like as he should have like what do you mean he should it's her husband like of course he was going to be there I know I say that of course like he was going to as if he has in the past but that's clearly what they've been working on so right I I was happy to see him there, but also, oh my God, I know we keep going back to this party. I'm dying that the women were like, so what is this? So like, what does Karen own of that? Like, is this like what she, she is to me? It seemed like a collaboration the way she doesn't I, own it. It's definitely it's, a collaboration. She's, she's making, I, I mean, she's making some kind of money from it, but I don't know. Yeah. Like this guy, Steven is clearly like the, person running the show the hair doctor he the is hair the hair doctor <laughs> the hair doctor and also the spreader of shit talking about giselle <laughs> um <laughs> tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card well with 24 7 us-based live customer service from discover everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime day or night Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Spring has sprung, and that means it is time for some spring cleaning. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring ones, make sure you are using Ibotta to get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items, from groceries to beauty supplies to toys, so you can make sure you're shopping smarter, not harder, no matter what you are purchasing. The average Ibotta user earns 
$256 per year. That could cover the cost of a spring wardrobe refresh, a new warm weather bedding set, or a flight for that summer getaway you've been eyeing. Other apps, they give you points that don't amount to much. But with Ibotta, you just add your offers in the app, upload your receipt, and you get real cash that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers, including all your favorite grocery stores, Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying by using the code MENTION when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use code MENTION. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use code MENTION. We see a nice moment where Ashley and Michael have Ashley's mom and Uncle Lump over for dinner. Um, And I, you know, I do feel like it seems like Michael is trying as much as I am not going to give him any credit. I'm like, at least he's having this conversation on camera. I don't know. Was he crying though? Again, on camera. I feel like I've always said this. Michael Darby is uncomfortable in front of the camera. What camera? Maybe just the one for this show, because I feel like he has been in front of the camera in other ways, but like, the two of them, I feel like, yes, we've had a nice break from their watching their relationship for a little because mm-hmm. that is tough to watch. So seeing these, it's just funny to see an older man because he is a lot older than Ashley having a conversation with like Ashley's mom and uncle. You know, it's not like they're sitting down with like a young boy and how they're he's going to treat their daughter like he's a grown ass man established man he has grown children he is in his 60s like it yeah it's funny i do i do i like the sentiment though that at this point it's like they don't need to hear an apology they need to like they need to be reassured that this is not happening going forward and that their daughter is in you know an actual relationship that's going to be positive long term and i think you know, it's it's too soon to tell. Like, the proof is in the pudding, I guess. But, like, Michael seems to kind of grasp that. And, to, and I think, at the very least, like, whether or not this means he won't act out in the future, it seems like he knows that this is kind of, like, his last chance. Right. And you know what they say, actions speak louder than words. So, of again, course. we are taking a man and just bringing him back to a child a little bit. But, like you said, I do, I do kind of appreciate that since like obviously they had you know big issues in the first half of the season kind of with the hotel room stuff I appreciate that we've kind of taken a step back from that and focused on other stuff because considering how many seasons now we've been watching Ashley and Michael's roller coaster marriage it's like I don't need that to constantly be a problem (laughs) right and also as much as that's what this show does is film people's lives I don't want I don't want them to harp on that the past because she is pregnant with their second child in current life so like clearly they're together they're fine so it would be like dumb honestly to talk about this one thing that happened last year with them you know yeah and it's as much as I want to be like Michael Darby is scum and trash and whatever and like you know I don't have a lot of positive feelings about him clearly Ashley is committed to him so I hope that he is doing better and I hope that he's you know figuring out how to not be an asshole to her Michael we are thinking about you don't let us down thank you oh god (laughs) 
I don't, I don't know how much I'm thinking about Michael. I'm, I'm maybe rooting, I, I'm keep, rooting, rooting. I'm keeping an eye on him. Yes. <laughs> um, okay. So obviously they get to this, the strip mall that the wig launches at. I, I don't understand. It looks like they are in like the break room of a Sally beauty. Like I, and the crap, like, I'm sorry. I'm just trying to put to words. I was like, what is this? Like there's usually no, there needs to be a concept of what the party is. Do you know what I mean? Like there, or like a schedule slash itinerary, like the guests come, maybe you make a little speech, you tell everyone what's going on. You, she showed like a video of like a photo shoot she was in on like an iPad. I was like, how can everyone see that? And also was there a theme? (laughs) It seemed like all the snacks were white, like white cookies, white, white sugared, all the stuff. I was like, it was one of those events where it didn't really feel like a party. Like it didn't feel like an event. It felt like I, she invited Gathering. 10 people over and, you know, they're like doing some wigs, whatever, hanging out. It it felt like an event that was really for filming, which obviously yeah. like, I know that that's what happens on these shows, but like people have had big product launches where it feels like an actual event and then obviously the cast is there but this felt so staged and weird and just like where are and we also, right now more importantly i would want to know if i'm a guest can i keep the wig do i have to take this off and give it back like is this a parting gift what's going on here also the fact that the host left not even like all right everyone i'm leaving like thank you so much for coming like it was like goodbye it was just a bizarre, bizarre situation. But you know what? We have seen Karen launch products in the past and we are also rooting for her. <laughs> There's a lot of rooting going on today. It's interesting. So we talked about the the conversation about Monique a little bit already. We also get kind of a grilling about Karen's drinking, which was a con... Is, so it was a conversation in Portugal about how she had said she wasn't drinking because she had an ulcer. And then at one point mm-hmm. she decided to drink. And um, so there's this, I don't know if it's a rumor, but th- it's going around that Karen was at Monique's son's birthday party and she got really drunk. And so the women are kind of like, what's going on? Like, are you scared of talking too much if you drink around us? And I feel like it's kind I see both sides of this because I get why they're like what's up but at the same time I also am with Karen on the fact that it's not really ever good form to question somebody on why they're not drinking but it's like it is a little weird (laughs) okay I agree with you about questioning however she kind of brought that upon herself when she said she had the ulcer and then she drank at another event and she did that so it's like that is fine. You're allowed to drink whenever you want and to not drink. But I think the whole like ulcer thing, like, I don't want to say she was lying, but if that's the case, like, why did, why did you, why did you say that? Like, so that gave them ammo, you know, yeah, it's, I, yeah, I think you're right that it's like, if you, if we just went to dinner and you were like, I'm not going to have a drink, obviously I'm not going to be like, Barry, what's wrong. <laughs> but that if you had said, I can't drink right now because I X, Y, and Z, and then the next morning you're like, I'll have a mimosa. Like it is, it's a little yeah. suspect. And it's like, uh, like you can, the thing is like, I don't feel like anyone should ever feel obliged to be drinking. So it's like, 
you could just say, I'm not going to drink today because I don't feel like it. And so it's like, if the ulcer is not real, then why did she? Right. I also, I don't want to, I don't want to say she's lying about the ulcer, but like, uh, right. Me, right. Maybe? I feel very weird about saying that. But also, Dylan, if we were to go out and I said, I didn't want to drink, you absolutely would be like, Barry, what's wrong? <laughs> because you know. everyone would be like, uh, okay, are you okay? <laughs> I would maybe, I would maybe, um, I would be like, are you sure? Are you sure? <laughs> but I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be like, Barry, are you scared? You're going to embarrass yourself. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> um, wait, okay. Real quick. <clears throat> I, I want to talk about the wigs that we see. Who's, whose wig did you like best? We have Candace and kind Candace. of a nice, uh, a, I would say a lob, like a wavy lob. We have mm-hmm. R- Robin in not my favorite look. With the bangs. Candace then, was my favorite right away. Candace was my favorite too. She she, she looked really good. Like she looked that that style looked really good on her. Candace is one of those people where it's like, I feel like her her glam is just like very right. it always looks right. And she, even when she's just putting that wig on, I was like, it looks she, good. She's always done up like the right way. So and she's very pretty girl. So like that wig, though, and I, I feel like we've never seen her blonde like that. So yeah. it was very wow. A wow factor. It was, it was funny to see all of these women in like a Karen Huger hairstyle because you don't <laughs> realize sometimes how specific someone's look is until it's like copied. And it's like, oh, my God, <laughs> like we've seen Karen wear that exact hair. <laughs> <laughs> not only like it's not even just like the same cotton color it's like oh it's the same wig <laughs> right well yeah I mean the only blonde wigs just remind me of Kim Zolciak so it's oh my god Kim Kim could never <laughs> though like these wigs actually look to I mean I'm not an expert on you know hair extensions and stuff but these wigs look nice like especially oh, yeah. when Karen is wearing her own styles like they look really well done. I don't I, I don't know about the quality, but like they look good. Well, <laughs> we, we should check it out. I mean, Karen, Karen if you're listening, yes. send a girl some wigs. And if you're listening, tell Rihanna to listen also, because we have been dying to get her on as a guest. Maybe I'll ask. Maybe I'll ask Karen's assistant, Matt, if he can send us some wigs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. OK, to be honest, My, you know, when you're having fun, I don't know if this is your version of fun, but like one of my best friends is blonde. So I'd put her hair like over mine. And clearly I have very dark features and like, I don't look good. Maybe we we can see if she has more of like a, a a blonde. Oh, no, no, no. I'm going to rock it. I'm going to (laughs) rock it. But I'm just saying. (laughs) Um, If you guys see us on Instagram stories playing with wigs, then you know that our plea worked, but I'm not that. Shout out Ladam. Oh my god. Very who is your number one Bravo Lab in the group from this episode? My Bravo Lab, I'm honestly going to give it to Giselle because although I don't necessarily agree with all the decisions that she is making and going through, I I feel for her and dealing with raising her three children and really like going through it and having these conversations with them. So I I'm giving it to Giselle. Okay. I respect And the fact that. that she didn't go to Karen's party. Oh my God. Whatever. I I am gonna give it to Wendy. We didn't talk about this, but mm-hmm. she had a nice scene at the pumpkin patch where she finally talked to her mom about taking a step back from being a professor, which was obviously something that was 
tough for her to bring up. And, you know, her mom wasn't super receptive at first, but it seemed like they kind of, you know, talked about it a little more and that, you know, overall at the end of the day, she is supportive of Wendy and mm-hmm. um, yeah. So uh, what, I mean, that wasn't the most like exciting scene of the episode, but it's no, something it that clearly was, you know, meaningful to her. So. It, it was nice because she, they made it seem like, you know, her mom was going to not be all for it. And then she, they ended it with like, I'm so proud of you and gave her a hug. So that was really nice oh. to see. <laughs> It was really nice. Uh, guys, thanks for listening. Don't forget to check out the Bravo by Betches merch collection on shop.betches.com. Lots of fun stuff. And if you're listening on Monday, there is a Cyber Monday sale going on. So check 25% off. Wow. You love to mm-hmm. see it. Mm-hmm. Um, you, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe to this podcast, and follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches. We'll be back on Thursday. Bye. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a Wildberry Splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.